I'm your host Anada Rati, a food writer and cooking instructor specializing in Indian flavors. I'm joined by my friend and co-host Kanchan Shringi, a technology professional and a mom. She has challenged me to write my recipes so that they are not only simple and flavorful but can be cooked in the time you have. We talk about how to put together exactly one meal in each episode. You will know the ingredients, the equipment and the steps to prep and cook. Listen to the podcast, look up the recipe on our website and start cooking. Hi Anu, I'm pretty excited about today's recipe because I've been wanting to try this for a while but was always scared to because of the prep. Can you tell our listeners what it is and maybe help us make the prep easier? Hi Kanchan, uh, the dish that we are going to tackle today is something called usal, U-S-A-L. Usal is a Maharashtrian dish coming from the western Indian state of Maharashtra, the state where Bombay is located. Now, usal is a generic term for a group of curries, wet or dry, made from beans. Today, uh, we have uh, the recipe which we are going to talk about uh, is the mung bean usal. Mung beans are easier to cook, take a little lesser time than other beans like mott beans, which are typically made in Maharashtra. And that's the reason why I have chosen mung bean usal today. Isn't mung a lentil and not a bean? So, mung, as it is called in India, is a bean. Lentil, the split yellow uh, part uh, is, is the lentil. Now, let's talk about beans and lentils a little bit. Both beans and lentils are types of pulses. Now, pulses are the seeds of legume plants or leguminous plants. And the difference between beans and lentils, which are both pulses, is that lentils are generally smaller in size compared to beans and they cook faster. They don't require soaking. Beans are bigger and they take longer to cook. Plus, uh, beans, uh, as we all know, have this stereotypical perception that they they produce gassiness and are harder to digest. That is true because of the presence of something called phytates. Phytates prevent uh, the beans uh, from absorbing very well uh, in our system. So if you soak them and sprout them, you're increasing the digestibility of the beans and reducing the content of phytates. Does sprouting do anything else, like increase the protein content? Something that I've heard. No, I have not heard that they increase the protein content. Now, beans, again, beans contain carbs as well as proteins, while lentils have a little bit of edge on beans because lentils contain a little bit more protein than beans. What is this meal? What is the meal? What is this dish best pair with? So, usar is either had as a part of a meal. It's like a curry. You have it with roti. Uh, so it's like any vegetable, cooked vegetable. Uh, so, you know, it is, it, is, it is served as a vegetable. Or another way in which usal is eaten is like a snack. 
so it's because it's has little bit of gravy what you do is you serve it like a snack and top it with some chopped onions tomatoes and cilantro and it's like a snack which it's like a healthy snack but uh, the meal that we are going to go with today is you can pair it with roti or pita bread naan whatever uh, bread component you have you can also have it with bread other than the moon bean and sprouting is something that i'm hoping you can educate us what are the other ingredients the other ingredient see the actual recipe which we have stated is very simple uh the only involved process in all this is sprouting and uh if you are doing it for the first time it's going to be involved once you get a hang of it you know it will become a part of your routine so uh should we talk about sprouting now let's first cover what other ingredients are there and then let's talk about sprouting right so the other ingredients which you are going to use to make usar is simple the one which you use in your everyday curries like vegetable oil black mustard seeds curry leaves ground coriander uh, maybe one thai chili pepper if you like the heat some red chili powder and salt so all these are ingredients which you can find very easily in many pantries uh, the only thing which may be missing is ground coriander which uh, you know i would highly encourage you to go and get grounder maybe a small bottle of ground coriander in terms of the equipment do you need something special maybe for the sprouting for sprouting all you will need uh, see there are two ways in which you can sprout and accordingly there, there are these two things which you may need one is a colander and one is a piece of cheesecloth otherwise to make the usar you will just need a thick bottom pan and a knife and cutting board to cut the uh, thai chili peppers and the tomatoes onions and cilantro as the garnish to cut chop those three things i've heard of something called as a sprouting jar what is that do you need that you don't need that but it does make life easier as far as sprouting is concerned it's available on amazon these days i have friends who use it and who swear by it um if you don't want to buy it that's fine we will tell you a technique two techniques rather to sprout your beans so that you don't have to buy another single use equipment got it so you mentioned a colander can you walk us through that so what you are going to do is first you are going to soak the mung beans for either overnight or for 8 hours at least once you have soaked them you will see that they increase in size uh, they become softer than the hard ones they become they uh, they plump up so what you are going to do once they are soaked is you are going to get rid of the water wash them under the water drain the water out and you are going to put the beans in uh, you are going to put the soaked beans in the colander now what really uh, fastens up the sprouting process is if you put that colander in another big pot of water so you don't necessarily need the beans to be immersed in water just you need water under the soaked beans so that it hastens the sprouting process so do that and cover the colander and leave it aside for 24 hours uh, in india it 
does not take more than 8 to 10 hours the sprouting process because it is hot and humid but we live here in the united states where it is uh, it is colder so you know it may easily take 24 hours sometimes it's taken me more than 24 hours two days to get at least an inch of sprouts so Now, let's say one does the sprouting early enough um, and can you just keep the mung beans after that maybe in the fridge Yes. So see that's another reason which I like to do uh, these sprouted mung beans is if I do it on the weekend. Now if you see in the recipe two th- I've soaked in 2/3 cup of whole mung beans. That resulted in 3 cups of sprouted mung beans. So that is the proportion. Now these 3 cups of sprouted mung beans you uh, you wash them again before after they have sprouted. uh leave them out uh on a kitchen towel for about 10 15 minutes so that they can dry out and 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 then you put it in a clean uh glass container or uh any kind of container you have close it and put it in the refrigerator you can easily use them in salads in any kind of stir fries in soups for about a week So the sprouted mung beans is definitely an advanced ingredient. You should yes. make it an advanced and you can use it for other dishes as well. Definitely. It's definitely an advanced ingredient which you know you can use across recipes. They add bulk to a salad. I've always seen that when I make a lettuce tomato and cucumber salad and if I add sprouted mung beans to that, I just feel fuller after eating that. So they add bulk to a salad. Okay so now we have the mung beans sprouted now what does one do Yeah so I uh, we did not talk about the second way to sprout and I wa- I do want to give options to our listeners so you know it becomes that much easier if you're if you, you don't have a colander or if you are using the colander for something else what you can do is tie the soaked mung beans in a cheesecloth and close the mouth tight with say a rubber band Now Uh, once you have done that put that bundle in a pot and make sure that you wet it every few hours in the 24 hours now if you see the photos on our website you will see that the sprouts uh, push themselves out of the cloth that's you know how nature works and uh, you know it's it's very nice to see those sprouts coming out of the cloth so and you know at the end of 24 hours you will have about an inch or a little more than an inch of sprouts don't worry if all your beans have not sprouted it's totally fine sometimes the beans sold are old and they won't sprout that's completely fine it looks like this cheese cloth method needs more tending to than your colander method yeah uh the yeah the tending to would be that you know you will need to make sure that it is wet yes is do it faster say that again sorry does the sprouting happen faster with the cheesecloth method no i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that uh, it it generally takes around 24 hours you can keep checking after 12 hours if you find if you are fine with even like you know half an inch of sprouts or even little smaller sprouts you know go ahead use them you will you will know what you like as you keep on experimenting this process so you don't have to wait for an inch of sprouts all right so now we definitely have our mung beans with having followed one or the other of the method now what now what does one do and how long does it take yeah so once you have the sprouted beans the recipe comes together in 20 25 minutes what you are going to do is make tadka the all pervasive tadka 
with uh, vegetable oil and black mustard seeds. And you are going to add some peppers to that, either green chili peppers, Thai, Thai chili peppers, or if you don't have the fresh peppers, you can add the dry red chili pepper like an arbol. Add that to the tadka, uh, add spices. The spices which I have used here are very simple, uh, ground coriander, turmeric powder, and red chili powder. Now, red chili powder, you can skip or choose to keep. If you are adding the Thai chili pepper, if you're not fond of heat, you can skip both. Uh, you know, the, the dish is going to t- taste great even without the heat. Now, after you've added the spices, you tip in the sprouted mung beans and add about a cup of water and um, cover, the, cover the saute pan with a lid. Let it cook for around 20 minutes, 15 to 15 minutes, I would say. Let it cook. Take the lid out and let it let the water, little bit of water is remaining, let that uh, evaporate for about two, three minutes. It's okay if you have a little bit of gravy remaining at the end. Uh, it adds to the flavor of the dish and your dish is ready. You just uh, garnish with some chopped onions, cilantro, tomatoes, a squeeze of lime juice and uh, you know you have a curry ready a snack or something to be eaten with bread or pita or roti i can't wait to try it and i'm thinking i'm gonna try it with sourdough bread yeah that'll taste uh, wonderful thanks anu let's post the recipe and invite our listeners to try it thank you thanks all for listening anada and i explore simplification of the cooking process while retaining the flavors This recipe, along with sub-recipes for the advanced ingredients that come together for the meal, is at mysimplecooking.com. If you're new to cooking or needed to fit into the time slots you have, join us one meal at a time.